Welcome in everybody to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bet. So this is me, Joey P. Joe P. is a Pia. And it's Friday. You know what that means. It's time to talk some props here with the prop prophet, Andrew Erickson. And of course, we're bringing a big guest. You know him. Uh, he's one of my old sports grid colleagues. He does stuff at FTN. He's got his own podcast. He's also uh, a dad to a, a now one-year-old, which is really the main job at the end of the day. For all those of us who have raised small children at one point in our lives, that in and of itself, my friends. Now, that is a real job. Dane Martinez is back with us again, the spit and speeds, the man, the myth, the legend. And we're going to go through our favorite props for week four in the NFL. Dane Martinez, uh, you are now over the uh, 12 and a half month mark in terms of props goes for the young child, which is a very exciting time. Uh, so this is the point in time now in life where they're moving around, they have opinions. And how's that going for you, my friend? It's going well, man. I think the biggest thing for me is I'm trying to build the little one's stamina so he can watch football for about 10 hours straight on Sunday. There We're working. Go. Usually I got to like put in a little cartoon in there, but I'm mm. building the stamina. We got to see if we can do it from 930 a.m. until midnight this time around, though. We'll see. Well, I know they're doing the whole thing now where they're doing like the games and they have like the little cartoon Toy Story versions on Nickelodeon yes. or something. Have you seen? I don't know what it is or Disney Channel, whatever the heck it is. They're always doing something. Yes. So, I mean, that Erickson, that's how you watch the games. I know in the recaps on Monday too, right? Erickson, you like the, uh, you like the cartoon version of Trevor Lawrence. It's better. It's been better than the real one, at least I guess the last few weeks. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting to tune into that, uh, that broadcast on Disney where it's like, I'm watching Disney, but I'm also gambling at the same time. Why does this feel weird? (laughs) Why does it feel right at the same time? So it should be, it should be a fun one. Uh, Yes. I got, uh, I got two units on the little mermaid on Sunday. Let's go. Let's see how it goes. All right. Uh, Don't forget everybody. When you're watching the show here on YouTube, make sure you subscribe make sure you drop a comment below. We want to know the picks you're in on or how you feel about some of these picks, but we love to all bet as a community here. That's what we do. And when you do all those things, when you subscribe and drop a comment, you just might win a James Cook autographed Jersey. So make sure you go do that again. Make sure you click that little bell till it goes ding also. So, you know, if you're the big winner and you know, every time a piece of content drops here on the channel, all the podcasts are here. The Daily Juice is here. My top 10 videos every week, plus the live streams. We're doing so many things and all the college football stuff. Those college football boys are crushing it. Bogman, Mike, and Thor. Oh my God. Phenomenal stuff they're doing there. So make sure you're with us for betting pros. Go win yourself a jersey. Dane Martinez, you're up first today. So why don't we get to you? You're our guest. Give us one of your favorite props for week four in the NFL. Yeah, sure. I'm going to, you know, I think everybody's so impressed with the Miami offense and so am I, but I'm going to zig when other people zag. I'm going under on Raheem Mostert's rushing yards this week. I believe the number is 54 and a half. Now, listen, uh, do I think the Miami offense is great? Yes. Do I think they're going to score 70 points again? No. I think up against Buffalo, it's going to be a different kind of game. Buffalo's going to be able to score. Buffalo's going to be able to have some time of possession. And so I think that part is a little different. And also, Joe, you know me. I talk about the fantasy herd. And there is a herd in Miami. You never know on any given week who is going to pop off. And I think the kid out of Texas A&M, Devin A-Chain, he's growing more and more in his snap percentage, in his carry. He wasn't even live on week one. I think he's eating into some of the pie. I think Jalen Waddell will be back. And I just think Miami won't be as explosive 
in week four here. So for all those things, I think Mostert will get a little bit, but I don't think he goes over the number of 54 and a half. I think Devon A-Chain really turns this into more of a committee and it'll be a different kind of game in a divisional matchup against the Bills, Jeff. And if this does become a competitive shootout type game, the you know the reacclimation of Jalen Wall to that offense, that's a great exactly. point. And A-Chain, look, I liked him coming into this. I, I thought he was going to be a really interesting player. I got to give Mostert credit though. I mean, week one was, you know, whatever against the Chargers. That became a weird wide open game. But the Patriots game, 121 rushing yards, 82 last week against Denver. But I like where your head's at, Dean, because I like this whole zigging when other people zag or zag when people zig, whatever it might be. The interesting thing is the one game on the year so far that might resemble the Buffalo game is that Charger game where he did have only 37 rushing yards. So that is a really interesting spot for the under. We and there was say no in that one. You know, there was That's still right. no A-chain in week right. one, right? But A-chain has gone up, I think, zero attempts to one attempt to 18 attempts, 0% snap count to 10% snap count, so 41% snap count over these three weeks. So his role, I think, is growing. I think Mostert is a good back. They all have the next-gen stats, 21 miles an hour at all, but I just don't think the pie is going to be as big this week. Now, we always say that life's too short for the unders, but uh, I'm glad we started with an under this week. I think that's good. Now, Erickson, I know you. You don't like unders, so there's got to be an over where you're starting things off this week. Am I right? I'm going to go right back to that Dolphins-Bills game where we're projecting for a lot of points, and we should see some yardage. So I'm going to the guy that we're giving away his jersey, James Cook, over 55 and a half rushing yards. James Cook ranks third in the NFL in rushing yards. Like, He's up there with Tony Pollard, with Christian McCaffrey. Those guys' rushing props are around 70 yards, 75 yards. Why is James Cook's down at 55 and a half against the Miami Dolphins run defense that ranks dead last in expected points added versus the run this season? The Bills have shown a willingness to be more balanced through the running game with James Cook so far this year. So if there's any chance of them slowing down this Dolphins offense, I think it also talks about ball control. Let's run the football against the Dolphins defense. And that's with James Cook, who's an explosive playmaker. It's not one of these where James Cook has to get 15, 20 carries to get there. He can make big plays because he's a big playmaker. So in a game where you're going to see Dolphins have chances to put up points with their explosive guys, James Cook is that answer on the Bills side of things with his explosive skill set. So I like the over at 55 and a half. I love that. I love the stats you're dropping too. And if you want more stats like that, Erickson every single week is basically doing the primer version on the betting side over at bettingpros.com. You should be reading it because he's got fantastic stats that really back up some of these bets. And of course, use the prop bet cheat sheet too, like we always tell you on BP, because that is such an incredible goal uh, to use. So it's just, it's so there for you. All right, let's get to uh, another one of Dane's picks for week four uh, this weekend. What do you have, Dane? Yeah, sure. You know, over in Pittsburgh, I was saying this even preseason, okay? I think Jalen Warren has so much more juice. It's so much more dynamic than Najee Harris, but the book is still looking at Najee Harris as the A-side of that committee. So I'm going to go with Jalen Warren over 55 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. You know, I talked about kind of how the snap count was evolving in Miami. The same thing is happening in Pittsburgh, guys, okay? Um Warren is getting more attempts every game. Najee's yards per carry is dropping every game. Najee, no good, in my opinion. They're up against Houston. Houston historically has been a bad run defense. They're a little bit better now under Ryan's, kind of in the middle of the pack. But also, I like the rushing plus receiving here. I think Warren is going to get more carries. His carries have grown, I think, from three to six to eight each of the last three weeks. But he's always been a weapon out of the backfield, okay? So I get him with more carries, in my opinion, and the potential for the swing pass, for the screen pass. I like Jalen Warren. 
Aaron. And I think he, to your point before, Andrew, about Cook, right, being that kind of home run hitter, I think Warren is pretty much the most dynamic player outside of George Pickens on this Pittsburgh offense. And I think 55 and a half is the number he can get to. I think he's going to get somewhere in the 30s just running the ball, maybe even in the 40s. And then he has gotten over 25, 30 receiving yards every game this year. He's averaged over five targets a game every game this year, and he's getting four receptions a game. I think he's only got to break one of them or get more of the attempts like I'm talking about. All told, I think Warren goes over 55 and a half rushing plus receiving this week. I like this a lot because of the combination. I always think that's a very wise thing to do. Uh, Even if you have to pay a little bit more on the juice side of it, it makes sense because you're giving yourself, as you said, more opportunities to get it. Whenever you have a player that is going to work both, you know, rushing the football and receiving, all it takes is that one big play, right? You get the one big play, you get this. And I think that's really smart because if you're doing them individually, like the rushing yards is 33 and a half. So to just kind of add in a little bit more for him, it makes a lot of sense to me. So uh, I like this a lot. Let's go back to you, Erickson. Give me another one that you've got for week four. What do you have? Heading over to the pond, Bijan Robinson over 25 and a half receiving yards. So the receiving props are just are too low because Bijan Robinson plays running back, but he's the number one receiver on his offense. Like he's had at least 27 receiving yards in all three games. He leads all running backs in target share and is the number one target on the Falcons. When's the last time you saw a number one receiver on a team have a receiving prop this low? at 25 and a half receiving yards. But that's the case with Bijan Robinson. He's the number one guy that Arthur Smith is dialing up pass attempts for Desmond Ritter to get easy completions. And we know how Bijan is after the catch. He's breaking at least one or two tackles every time he touches the ball. So when you look at the Jaguars defense, they've allowed the most yards after the catch, sixth in missed tackles. You're going to see Bijan evading tackles left and right. The people in London won't know what hit him. They're like, who is this guy? I like this guy. And I'm going to like his over here, 25 and a half receiving yards. He hasn't finished below 27 all year. He had 27 in that first game, uh, 27 too last low, week Joe. as well. It's too low. It's too low. It's too low. 48 and a half, uh, you know, 48 yards, I should say, uh, in week two. It's kind of like when you looked at last week. You know, we talked about the locks of the week, and my big lock of the week last week was the Patrick Mahomes number of the 17 and a half rushing yards. Like, that's just – sometimes you see numbers that are just way too low. This B. John Robinson one is absolutely way too low. I can't wait. To, I love morning football. I wish I could watch it, but I'm I'm doing television at the time. So I get to kind of see like the second half, kind of, sort of, uh, like the last quarter of the game, basically. But I will say this. Uh, I think it's cool that it's a global product. I enjoy it. I know people on the West Coast don't care for it because it happens way too early and then they have to get up super early. So you know what? It's my East Coast bias coming into play again. There you go. I just don't care. I like the morning football. Uh, Dane, you got another pick for us before we get to that. Just a reminder, everybody, make your picks on the Betting Pros app and join our NFL contest, bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. Or if you have the app already, and I know you do, just go to the community tab, click the NFL contest, join, make five picks a week, and you go in free stuff. The big grand prize, the Jackson Smith and Jigba autographed jersey we're giving away. We're also doing weekly prizes, monthly prizes. We're giving away betting pros and fantasy pros swag to our shop. We're also giving away premium upgrades to fantasy pros and betting pros. And by the way, if you haven't already, download the betting pros app this week because you get three free days of premium when you do on iOS. So go do that right now. Sync all your sports book. Check out the tools. And win some stuff. Five picks a week. That's all you got to do. You don't have to bet them. Just make the picks. We just want you to be part of the community and come and join us over here on Betting Pros. Dane Martinez, you gave us two good ones. Give us another one that you got for week four. 
Yeah, first of all, I need a Jackson Smith and Jigba jersey. Uh, that 13-month-old well, that we were talking about, his name NFL. is Jackson, J-A-X-O-N. So I got to get well, I don't know if download the app. Download the app and join the yeah. NFL contest. And, you know, okay. 100 picks on the year. You have to do 100 picks in the NFL season. That's nothing for you. That's like two weeks for yeah. you. Let's go. And then five picks a week. That's it. That's all you got to do to be eligible. Very easy. Okay. I'm definitely right. going to do that as soon as all we're right. done here because <laughs> I need this jersey. But um, <laughs> on to pick three, right? So ding dong, the king is not dead, in my opinion. I don't know. You tell me, guys. When have you ever seen a Derrick Henry rushing prop at this level? It is 66 and a half, okay? Now, I understand that it has not looked amazing the last couple of weeks, Um but I think that's a function of the defenses they've been playing. I don't think people understand. I believe this Cleveland Browns defense is one of the better units in the NFL. They're second against the run. And that's part of why I think Derrick Henry didn't look great last week. Remember also, they've got a game in there against the New Orleans Saints. They too are top 10 against the run and one of the better defenses. I think it is a lot different this week. The Cincinnati Bengals come to town. They are 30th against the run, 28th defensively DVOA. And I believe I'm going to buy the dip in this one. To me, King Henry is still a piece of the puzzle. He is still able to go for big numbers. I mean, he went for under this number, I think only like three times in all of last year. And the fact that it's happened twice already this year, I think is kind of juke the stats a little bit. He is playing a far worse run defense. I don't know if we get kind of the 180 yards like we get if he's playing the Houston Texans, but I do think he goes over 66 and a half, Joe. The toe issue, I think, was the big issue that people didn't discuss enough of why last week was last week, too. So not only was it the matchup a little bit, but it's also that he wasn't 100%. Now, if it is a turf toe, which again, they haven't quite said, and yesterday there was an undisclosed thing with him, so I'm not sure what's going on with the health of him, but if you get a good practice report here on Friday, where, hey, Henry was a full practice, everything's a go, then I agree with you. 66 and a half would be a smash. If you get some not so great news, this is why you go and you have the betting pros happen. You know exactly, hey, let me go hit that under before everybody else catches up to it. Because 66 and a half, at the Dane's point, even for a guy that historically has been a slow starter some years, like you look at the Derrick Henry game log, and sometimes September's kind of, eh, what's going on with Derrick Henry? Oh, no. And the next thing you know, he goes bananas for you know the next three months. But... Uh, just keep an eye on that toe, everybody. See what's going on there. And if the toe is good, I'm with Dane here on the over two for Derrick Henry. Let's go to another one from you. I, I kind of tried to will this one into existence last week. It fell short, you know, probably because of the 70 points on the other side. But I mean, isn't it time already for Javante Williams? The training wheels need to come off, Erickson. Let's go. Yeah, Javante Williams over 13 half rushing attempts, which you can actually get at plus money over on DraftKings Sportsbook, which is a reason why I just really like the bet. Look, he's averaged 12 rushing attempts per game through the first three weeks. But in all those contests, the Broncos have basically sputtered out in the second halves of games. Like they haven't done anything on offense in the second half where they've been really productive in the first half of games. He's averaged seven rushing attempts per game in the first half. So. Again, it's the Bears defense. They rank first in carries face this year against opposing running backs. 29 per game. So although Samaje P. Ryan is operating in that receiving role, Javante Williams is still dominating the rush share in this backfield. Again, another week removed, coming back from his injury from last year. I think that we're going to finally get Javante Williams off the training wheels, like you said, Joe. He's going to go over 13 half rushing attempts. And if I can get this at plus money, it makes the bet even sweeter for me. So over 13 half for me for Javante. 
Dane, I got to ask you this question because this is kind of like the hot button topic I think of the week is, you know, we have the Chicago Bears lined up here for the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos got embarrassed. They are 0-3. They're going to Chicago who might be the only team more dysfunctional than them right now. Do you see the Denver Broncos responding here to the absolute butt kicking that they got last week from the Miami Dolphins? Because let's be honest, that's what it was. And do they beat up on the Chicago Bears here, a team that is kind of just falling apart around itself? Um, do they bounce back? Sure. Do they beat up on anyone? No. Okay. So I think that's the difference. I'm going to split the middle there, right? I do think you're right. They're all pissed off. They, they got a 70 hung on them. I do think it will look better, but I do not think that this Denver Broncos offense is really equipped to kind of stomp anybody. So I think this is going to be kind of an ugly game, but I agree with you. That Bears kind of situation, I'll say, it's more than the offense. It's more than the defense. It's that entire building. We can leave that topic for another day. But I think that the Bears are in trouble. I like Denver to win the game, but I don't think all of a sudden, you know, they're covering a double-digit number or anything like that. So win, sure, but uh, blow anybody out, no. Yeah, it feels very system of a down. Lots of toxicity. Uh, you know, yeah. <clears throat> how do you own disorder? I don't know. Ask the Chicago Bears. All right, let's get to another one of Dane's picks for week four. You already gave us Mostert, Warren, and Henry. Uh, let's go to another one here. Maybe a quarterback prop you got for us. Yeah, you were talking about Denver and the Bears as the most dysfunctional teams in the NFL. I'll give you the worst quarterback potentially in the NFL, and it's Zach Wilson. I don't know if you could see, but I've got a Jets voodoo doll behind me. <laughs> technically, I am a Jets fan. My grandparents had season tickets back in Shea Stadium, so this one hurts, okay? And the number is incredibly low, but I'm going under it. I'm going under 176 and a half passing yards for Zach Wilson. Joe is laughing. Andrew's laughing. When I saw this, I was like, I can't believe I'm actually going to stomach saying this out loud on air. But I'm doing it. I went back and he hasn't gone over this number in any game so far this year. I went back to 2022. He went over 155 passing yards four times last season so he has done this four times of his last 12 games and i don't necessarily expect it now you may say the chiefs are going to be up by three touchdowns at halftime what about garbage time what about game script i see it a slightly different way i think that when up big the kansas city chiefs will be able to proverbially pin their ears back and go after zach wilson and if anybody has seen zach wilson under pressure you know it's a problem, okay? You know he will run around. You know he will not actually kind of deliver the ball where he needs. So I think game script does not necessarily help for garbage time. And then you guys just mentioned the Bears, right? The Chiefs blew out the Bears a couple of weeks ago. So the game script could have been there. Justin Fields, 99 yards passing in that game, okay? So the Chiefs are actually sixth in the NFL against the pass, giving up around this number. I think it's 176 yards a game. And that includes games against Detroit, against Jacksonville, which I think are far better um, passing offenses than this Jets game, it's, than this Jets team. I think it is ugly. It makes me think, Joe, to be honest, you know, a lot of people think, why'd they draft Zach Wilson number two? Maybe they could have had Justin Fields. No, what I was saying years ago was give Sam Darnold a chance and use that pick to actually build out the rest of your roster. And I wonder if they'd be in a better place, I can't believe I'm saying this, with Sam I am than any of these guys 
guys, but we'll leave that for another time. I actually do not think Zach Wilson gets to 177 yards, even in a game where they'll probably be down by three scores in the second half and have plenty of garbage time. I'm taking the under on Wilson. I hope this was good for you because I know as a Jet fan, you kind of needed that therapy. It was just cathartic. Now. It, was it cathartic. feels like, yeah. it feels like, uh, you know, you kind of empty the tank a little bit. It feels like now you can take a nice deep breath and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. I can't say you're going to enjoy your Sunday night. You mentioned pinning their ears back. I also love this one in the under because you're talking about maybe pinning their shoulders down and making Robert Sala one, two, three and tap out because yeah, if it went, maybe we don't yeah, say maybe Zach Wilson doesn't even see the fourth quarter in this game. And if that's the case, then you got to yeah. love this number. So this might be the pick of the week. I I'm going to bet this directly after the show, my friends, I can't wait to the show be over just to do this, but it ain't over yet. Erickson, give us another one for week four. Yeah. The only reason I didn't put Zach Wilson is because Dane beat me to it. And in, in the show, <laughs> that, that was the next <laughs> one. I was, I was putting it in. So lockstep there. So I'm going to go with a different oh. under here. Going to the Bengals, Joe Mixon under 52 and a half rushing yards. Now, Mixon has gone over this in his three straight games, 56, 59, 65. So he's not crushing these props. Like he's just barely getting over it because he's faced some weaker defenses. The Titans, our defense just can't run on. Like they are just these different animal when it comes to running the football. No running back they have faced this year has gone over 45 yards. They haven't allowed a guy to get 60 rushing yards since week three of last year. So it's been almost a full calendar year since they've given up 60 rushing yards to a running back. So for me, the Bengals are in a situation where they know that they can beat the Titans through the passing game. Like that's what they're going to do. So Joe Mixon probably be involved in the passing game. I like his receptions over, but when it comes to rushing, I, I think that the Bengals are going to abandon it quickly and be like, we're going to dial up passing attempts because this is how we're going to beat this Titans defense. So I'm taking the under on Joe Mixon. All right, because I'm a liar and I said that uh, I was going to wait till after the show, I went to go try to bet this already, the Zach Wilson number, just while we were talking. Now, here's a fun thing. On FanDuel, they've got a little special running. And typically, you know, you never go uh, into these parlays, but I just want to talk right. about this. Chiefs alternate spread, minus six and a half. Zach Wilson under 170 and a half passing yards. Mahomes, two plus passing touchdowns. And anytime touchdown score for Travis Kelsey, you get 426 on that, plus 426 on that bad boy. Gentlemen... I don't usually view this. Like, this is not something I usually do. <laughs> I like this one. I'm going in on this one. Let's go. Especially Taylor Swift's going to be there again. So, you know, Kelsey's going to get another score for the girl. I mean, come on. You got to show up, Travis. You can't do it that one time and then not do it on the road. You got to make sure you travel. Can't just be good at home. All right. Uh, let's get to uh, another pick here. Your final one. Now, I know this one might have a caveat to it, or at least for me, because it involves Adam Thielen. And, you know, Bryce Young... Says he might play now. Again, we don't have definitive news. This is, you know, early on Friday. We're still waiting for more of that. But this next one involving Adam Thielen, is this regardless of whoever is playing quarterback or is it dependent on Andy Dalton over Bryce Young? No, that's a good question, Joe. And yes, the passing game looked a lot better under Andy Dalton last week. But for me, no, it is not because Thielen was building that rapport with Bryce Young anyway. So I got a feeling... That week four is going to be a good week. And I'm going over four and a half receptions, okay? First of all, they're playing against the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are a bottom six or seven pass defense. They were one of the worst ones last year as well. They're giving up something like 260-plus passing yards a game. So I think the opportunity will be there. And then Thielen has really kind of established himself as the leading pass catcher on this Carolina Panthers team. Over the last two weeks, you make the point about the shift to Dalton, and I think that is a fair one. 
but still 23 targets joe in his mm. last two weeks yeah. that's like target monster kind of numbers i think it's 18 receptions over the last two weeks all right two touchdowns so i think he's kind of established himself the panthers are underdogs so i could get a little boost on game script there them throwing a little bit and i don't know how much stock you put into this but this is Adam Thielen in Minnesota. And Minnesota, ah, it's a little bit of a revenge game. game as well. You put it all together, and I think that Adam Thielen can, in fact, catch five balls regardless of if it's young or if it's Dalton. There you go. Adam Thielen, look, who knew? Everyone thought he was done. Turns out, not so much. I mean, in all fairness, too, if you look at that wide receiver core, he's by far the most experienced and proven entity there. So, uh, and four and a half still a pretty decent number there where you can go with the over. And I think either way, you're in good shape. I kind of wonder if the juice gets a little better if they keep it at the four and a half and Bryce Young comes back. And I think it, it's just as appealing then uh, if indeed there's any adjustment on it. All right, before we get to any time touchdown scores, I know Erickson, uh, you've got another one for us. So what do you have uh, for week four before we get to the big TD calls? I don't think we, I'm not expecting really anything for Zach Ertz. So under 25 and a half receiving yards. So I'm taking the under on some dusty tight end, you know, through the first two weeks of the year, he had a lot of targets like seeing monster target number. And yet he still was barely getting over 25 and a half receiving yards. He's only done it once so far this year. And he's seen his snaps and routes decrease in every single week so far. So last week it was 52% of the snaps, 64% of the dropbacks. He was running a route on basically turned back into a pumpkin two catches for six yards on two targets versus the Cowboys. So the usage is going down, and we look at the 49ers. Like, this team suffocates opposing tight ends. They have held Pat Fryermuth, Tyler Higby, and Darren Waller to a combined, over the past three weeks, seven catches for 35 yards in three games. Starting tight ends that are all vastly superior to Zach Ertz at his age. So for me, it was a nice story him getting targets, but we're seeing his usage dip. I don't think we, I'm not expecting really anything for Zach Ertz. So under on the dusty old tight end. Okay, there you go. The under on the dust. Catch the ball and fall down, Zach Ertz. There you yeah, go. Exactly. That's where we're at. So <laughs> under on Zach Ertz, 25 and a half. Under on Mixon, 52 and a half for Erickson. Over 13 and a half rushing attempts for uh, Javante Williams. Over 25 and a half receiving yards for Bijan Robinson. Also 55 and a half rushing yards over for James Cook. Dane has Mostert under 54 and a half. He's being different out there, folks. Jalen Warren over 55 and a half scrimmage yards. Derrick Henry 66 and a half rushing yards uh, going over that number. Zach Wilson, love it. Under 176 and a half. I know some places have already dropped that. So again, use the betting pros app to get the best number you can. Adam Thielen over four and a half receptions versus Minnesota as well. Let's call some touchdowns on the way out. Give us a lock for a touchdown this week, Dane Martinez. Anytime TD, call it now. Yeah, Kyron Williams gets into the end zone for the Rams, in my opinion. Listen, he had four touchdowns in his first two games. Obviously, Cam Akers is gone. He was kind of in McVay's doghouse anyway. I can't believe we're saying this, Joe. You know, if we were talking in August, we would think that Kyron Williams would be one of the bell cows or workhorses of the National Football League. He's on there all three downs. And, you know, he didn't score last week. So I think you get a little bit of a discount. I saw the number at minus 110, minus 105, minus 115 in that area going up against the Colts. Colts are, I believe, 20th in the NFL. They're giving up over 20 uh, points a game. I think the Rams will get three touchdowns in this one, and Kyron Williams will get one of them. The fact remains here, he's just on the field more than I would have ever expected, yeah. and maybe Puka Nakua can continue, but I believe the Rams will get three touchdowns, and I believe Kyron gets one of them. And at minus 110 or thereabouts, it's not too juicy for me to drink. So give me Kyron Williams to get to pay dirt this week against the Colts. 
I mean, you've got Zach Moss and Kyron Williams ranked as top 10 running backs. Of course, we all had that this week sure. in our bingo cards. So you go look at fantasy pros. That's where they are in the rankings. Zach Moss, Kyron Williams. All right, Erickson, give us a you, look. You nailed this one last week. No pressure, Erickson, because the Parham one last week was so good. Not only any time touchdown, but the first touchdown score wow. uh, 30 to one. So Erickson, now you got to follow up. What's the <laughs> sequel for week four? Well, I'm just going back to tight ends. It seems like that's the that's my niche here, and I'm looking at the Bills-Dolphins game. <laughs> Dawson Knox, he leads the Bills in red zone targets throughout this year. There you go. He had two red zone targets last week, didn't catch either of them, but he's played the most snaps, or excuse me, third most snaps among tight ends inside the 10-yard line. The last two games against Miami, he scored in both of them. And Miami's allowed a touchdown to a tight end their first two games when they played the Patriots, when they played uh, the Chargers, who was Donald Parham. Shout out to my guy. So I'm just going to kind of ride this tight end streak with these touchdowns. If they get in the red zone, Josh Allen looks for Dawson Knox a lot. You know, just watching these mm-hmm. bills over the last couple of weeks, that's who he's looking for. Mm. So I know I'm going to look up, and it's going to be Dalton Kincaid because I have very similar numbers. And be like, oh, that's the wrong tight end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I like, the tight end. I like the tight ends in this matchup. Bet them both. There you have it, everybody. What are you weighing <laughs> on this week for week four? Drop your favorite props below and uh, let us know because we like to see them as well. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the Betting Pros YouTube channel. And when you drop the comment below and subscribe, you might win a James Cook autographed jersey. Click the bell for notifications. Join our NFL contest, bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. You can follow us too, bettingpros.com slash Joe slash Erickson. That's how you stay on top of all the latest and track all your bets Make all your bets, sync all your sports books through the Betting Pros app. Again, for three days, if you haven't downloaded it yet on iOS, especially you can get the three free premium days and kind of get a sense of how great the tools are. Dane Martinez, we already have a sense of how great you are. Follow him at Spit and Speeds on the Twitter machine or X, or whatever the heck it is today. Uh, thanks for joining us. Have a great week for everybody. Go make some cash. We'll see you again on Monday. And also we'll be around for the live streams as well this weekend. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Andrew Erickson. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Betting Pros Podcast. Follow us on X and TikTok at Betting Pros and Instagram at Betting Pros NFL. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash betting pros.